Welcome to the 100th episode of Spoilers. I am your somewhat host, Stevie, recording from... Is this Goshen, Indiana, Josh? Technically. Technically, it is Goshen, Indiana. This is a very special episode because it's not only our 100th, but it's also an episode that's been a year and a half of the making, which is talking about the movie Passion of the Christ while getting blackout drunk in the process. Do you fellas have anything to add to this? You introduce yourselves. I'm Josh, and I'm in the same room as Steve. And I just want to say if anyone uh, above me at my workplace hears this, before maybe you talk to anybody else about it, <laughs> I have power to like tear this down from the net. So just contact <laughs> me first. Uh, my name is Mikey. I wish I had been using an alias this entire time. <laughs> But uh, I'm excited to drink with my buds. Yeah, we're talk gonna, about movies. We're going to be getting very drunk. Um, pretty much everything after this intro and after the theme song, you'll be hearing very different versions of ourselves. And when people say drunk words mean sober thoughts, it's not <laughs> true. I looked it up. Believe me what I say. It's not true. Lauren, my wife, I apologize now. <laughs> Grandma, you too. Don't be mad. Well, Pappy, you haven't introduced yourself, and Stevie maybe thought of this idea, but you're the one that's been pushing it for the last, like, eight months. Well, it was always the idea to have an Easter episode, right, Stevie? That was the origin of this? It was going to be Easter a year ago, and it was, like, on a Wednesday night, and something got the okay, best. wait, no, Easter's never on a Wednesday night. <laughs> Easter is report on weird days. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's it seemed like something that would be special and fun and and lighthearted and fun for the whole family. So, <laughs> but Stevie, for real, why why blackout drunk passion? What about this movie makes you want to get blackout drunk? Well, I watched it sober as a child, and it was a haunting experience in the theaters. And I think one of the only ways for me to conquer these demons is to be getting blackout drunk while watching it. But also. Our first official episode was a Mel Gibson vehicle, which was Mad Max 2. And what better way to celebrate Mel... This is a Mel Gibson podcast, for those who didn't know. What better way to celebrate the most, um, I guess, jolly man in Hollywood than doing his direct... Anti-Semitic. <laughs> jolly man in Hollywood. Uh, but doing his masterpiece, Passion of the Christ, which in no way was anti-Semitic or horrifying. Well, one more question for you guys in Goshen before we jump to drunkenness. Josh, are you actually nervous about what could come up, or or what are your feelings about this movie? Have you seen it before? I think I may be the only one among us who's a God-fearing stand-up man. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. So, I'm not I'm nervous. I'm afraid of a lot of things. <laughs> you know, I'm not the one who's going to hell. <laughs> well, me and Pap served in our Catholic churches for many years i'll have you know i was the most senior altar boy at the time of my retirement having served records almost 11 years well into my late 20s (laughs) i'm taking the stance on uh jesus is a lot like uh, a t-rex if i just don't move he can't see me (laughs) so i'm good to go i mean so josh do you look upon this movie with any reverence or do you think it's think it's uh, uh well 
I haven't seen the film yet, so I can't comment. Do you think it's like an accurate portrayal or, or a holy work? This is the top grossing rated R film of all time. No, I don't. I don't think this is like a holy work, and I, I feel good enough about it. I think I can crack open a cold one on a Saturday with the boys and check this one out. This is my first time watching it, and I'm gonna just judge it based on whether I like it as a movie or not. I think it's the I, best way to talk about it. It's just as a movie. I mean, it's just a movie. I think sometimes people look at the whole true story aspect of it way too hard. And I mean, Jesus may have gone through some horrible things, but there's some like Rodney King style beatings going on that last probably an hour and a half in this movie. And it's not enjoyable to watch. Well, this is an important movie in a lot of ways. You know, it restored a lot of people's faith in Christianity. Um, It's like you mentioned, it's the top grossing rated R film of all time. But most importantly, it's the spoilers 100th episode, Blackout Passion of the Christ. Hit the theme music. Here we go. From the future. This is spoiler. I'm ready to hit play, but you got to tell me. Mikey's got to count us down. That's how it started. All right, ready? I watched it. Yeah. There was a picture of the devil happy Not now, Stevie. Listen to him. Go on. Can't stop the train when it's on the tracks. All right. We're off. Three, two, one, go. Passion. Oh, it was like Passion Project. That kind of looks like Jesus. I think it's supposed to be Mona Lisa. That was Jesus. He was wounded for our seconds. <laughs> Crushed for our inquiries. By his wounds, we are healed. Not sacrilegious at all. <laughs> That's what, okay, that's what I don't understand. So Mel Gibson's allowed to determine what's religious and what isn't? Yeah, well, a, a Bible verse is always going to be religious, Pappy. Are we recording? Oh, no. He's hijacked. Oh, yeah. You got you to gotta share the mic, though. Yeah, yeah we're going to take turns passing around. Two hour movie, man. Uh, I have a charger. We'll, we'll put, plug it in a little bit. Okay, we're in Fangcorn Forest. The trees decide. <laughs> Tree beard's in there somewhere. We have decided you are not an orc. <laughs> tree? I am no tree. Oh, this movie's hilarious, huh? <laughs> Weird thing is, Josh is very into this so far. I've been there. I've been here before in where, where is real this? place. You've been to Israel? Yeah. Uh, That's dope. That's super dope. You've been to the promised land? Yep. Look, he's in anguish, though. Jim. What is he? Jim playing Jesus. He's getting his rappers together. He's about to go on eight mile. He looks like he's climaxing. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) Josh is kidding. (laughs) Three, two, one. (laughs) Oh, what? Hold on. You know you're playing already. We're at 250. You have to tell. What the fuck? You have to tell me when you hit play. <laughs> when you were rolling to 232, we just started when you got there. Jesus Christ. No, John. Is that Judas? You got the first Seems part, right? a little shady. It's Jew something. Can't wait to hear all the pappy slurps in this episode. 
Does this just like start right oh, off? Oh, Does this just start oh, right off? Oh shit! Devil. It's a baby devil. I mean, what's this guy's origin story? What's how, how did he get all of his superpowers? No. What's going on here? No, no, no. It's not <laughs> superpowers, Mikey. It's super growth. He was a baby, then a bearded man who was a carpenter, then going from carpentry. Mikey asked an interesting question. The backstory of Jesus. It's called the Old Testament and then the Gospel. I thought the Old Testament didn't believe in Jesus. Never heard of it. When does he start turning fish into more fish? Is that in this movie or is that in the prequel? How much pussy do you think Mel Gibson got from making this movie? <laughs> Apparently not enough, if you've heard his voicemails. <laughs> well. He's, who sends more dick pics? Yeah. Mel Gibson or Brett That Favre? was more about him wanting his wife to get more dick than him getting more pussy, Stevie. <laughs> he had a specific group in mind of who he wanted his wife to get dick from. It's a terrifying voicemail. He honestly told her, I hope you get raped by a pack of N-words. Classic no. <clears throat> Hot take. Classic things that won't make the final cut. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> Maybe that's why this movie is two hours long. It's all it's slow-mo. It's all slow-mo. Why is it a fight scene? <laughs> I don't remember this from the Bible at all. Because when I think of the story of Christ, I think of fight scenes. Uh oh, knives are getting wielded. Oh! He has a knife, yet he still punched him in the face. (laughs) Where's Jesus Cristo? Where's our brother from down south, Jesus? Josh, is any of this in the Bible? I just said I don't remember any of this from the Bible. Oh, wee yo. yo. I get what you're saying that Mel Gibson doesn't get to choose like what's religious and what's right, but like I think you can see why this is a good movie to discuss in a religious context. I mean, maybe some people took it overboard and like maybe a little bit too much trust in the Mel. But to say it's not a discussion point, I think is wrong. Well, I mean, if you're getting into it now, I think that the whole fact that it's telling a story of making people religious through violence is always bad. I don't think Jesus wanted to focus on this part of his life. But that's just... That's kind of right. Why focus on the Rodney King beatings over the amazing things that Jesus achieved throughout his life? Like he has so like there's so many good Jesus stories. Like this is probably this is like when someone dies in a car crash and they put up that little monument by their like where they died. And it's like that's all they're known for is that, oh they died on Highway 61, Mile Five, as opposed to but everything mile else. Five. But this is the Jesus story. This is his uh his big encore story. Like this is the. <laughs> Let's just say no. It, Mel Gibson is a sadist, and this is like fulfilling like. I'm sorry to say this about Passion of the Christ because I actually think it's a decent film, but like, I feel like Mel, Mel Gibson gets off on this stuff, man. It's gross. He directed that. movie's violent as hell. Me and Stevie were debating in the scene in Braveheart. Is Mel Gibson getting his intestines played with by those like little midget guys? Or, when, he's or, board, when he's on the board and he's looking up and like Mel Gibson gives this oh, like type face. <laughs> 
Like, is he getting castrated or is he getting gutted? That's a really I always good lean point. towards castration. No, that's a really good point. Like, a lot of his films rely on violence. Well, like Mel Gibson was castrated Hacksaw or Ridge. gutted Dude, on Hacksaw film. Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. That's the most violent war movie. That's the most violent war movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's like I don't want to ever watch that movie Christian again. Story like very Christian violence. story. Yeah. Even the Patriot is pretty violent. Yeah, it's pretty violent. We're on to something. Definitely Mel Gibson and violence. I thought Hacksaw Ridge sucked though. You did. So like Mel Gibson chose this 24 Hours of Christ's Life that just contained the most. Sensational blood, and yeah. Wow, I, I just, I just don't see how, like, if you're <laughs> all, all of his movies are super violent. Like, if you're an objectively Christian person, this is, this has nothing to do with the teachings of Christ, not at all. That's not what makes Christianity Christianity, in my opinion. This, this segment of time. Uh well, there, to some extent, to some there's extent. some, there's some little, there's some little beats, and like when they have dialogue. A lot of it is, you know, tr- they're trying to make it like as close to what it really was. But there's very little dialogue in this film, as Mikey pointed out a bunch of times. This is just, we're going to go this way while we punch and torture Jesus. Now we're going to go this way while we punch and torture Jesus. We now we have chains with claws. Right now, there's a lot of people just standing around Jesus, just yelling, he's a cuck. Just, <laughs> just degrading Jesus right now. It's kind of a lot like a Donald Trump rally right now. This is as close to Donald Trump rally BC as it gets. As someone who has broken like the glass of holy water, believe me, it's not a good thing. What happened? What was the fallout to that CV? Father Joe gave me the look that I don't ever want to see again in my life. Stevie, and how legendary is Father Joe? Father Joe. Stevie, how legendary is Father Joe? Father Joe Bags? He's the how? man. And people at the church still talk about him. How legendary. And he's, he's been gone legend. for 20 years. Yeah. Like, people still talk about it's Father Joe. Like, there's, there will never be another like him. Oh, tearing off those layers. He's getting yeah, hot. Man, he's getting like, warm. He's triggered. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna cuck me? I don't think so, Jesus. <laughs> Carl the cuck coming out there. Come at me, bro. Okay, that was Back a pretty hand. soft black backhand. <laughs> Lots of flashbacks in this movie. Alternate timelines. It's a very. Christopher Nolan type. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, yeah, very memento-like. <laughs> it's a real thinker. Well, the word on highway was for years that Christopher Nolan actually directed this movie, and Mel Gibson was so jealous, he paid him to put his name on it. Jeez, just beating the tar out of him. <gasps> Dude. Zombies. Zombie what? kids. What the hell is this? <laughs> this is dude, this is terrible. 
This is disgusting. What's going on here? Jesus would give this movie a no. <laughs> a hard no, dog. Do you wish that Viggo Mortensen had played Jesus? No, because he's just got done playing uh, Aragorn. Or he'd probably been filming the same time. I wish Willem Dafoe would have double dipped. Come back. Come back as Jesus? Put a more mature Jesus this time. The comeback, comeback. I want to see Christian Bale as Jesus. Jeff Bridges. But if we get Vigo, do we get Vigo's dong as Jesus? <laughs> Christian Bale would probably like demand actually being crucified to get into his <laughs> role as well as possible. <laughs> Crucify me! Christian Bale is actually getting beaten. Are you death. a professional crucifier or what? No! <laughs> No! Do not shut me up! No! Don't shut me up! <laughs> I'm trying to get crucified, and he's working with the goddamn lights! <laughs> First of all, stop directing all Israeli and every Bible question to me like I'm gonna know. Is this from scriptures? I, dude, I don't... No, I don't know. <laughs> You know what would have been a great saving grace for this movie is if in the middle of one of these Jesus torture scenes they threw in the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> Why does this look really cheap? You understand how much blood went into making this movie money. Pat's getting ripped right now. <laughs> oh my god, Pat. Pat. Calm down, bro. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, jeez. This is bad. <laughs> this is uh, 300. This is Xerxes right here <laughs> and all of his freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that laugh kind of remind you of that dude from the Big Lebowski? It reminds Legend. Adios, muchachos! Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Adios, muchachos! Do you think that plot armor comes from the fact that this story isn't real? That's a question for Josh, dude. <laughs> Josh, do you find this story to be true? I don't think Mel Gibson's version of events is very true. Hot take. I think it's pretty stupid to not acknowledge that Jesus walked the earth. I think there's enough evidence for that. Yeah. We can all agree there. Well, Even I think if we're getting to the bottom of no Gibson's take isn't true, we're getting to the bottom of this is a evil, evil, terrible movie. No, what? no, no. What, bro? This is like the Senate what? scene in, in, in Star Wars. I call for a vote of no confidence. <laughs> And Chancellor Valores. We must consult the Viceroy. <laughs> Spoiler alert, the King Jew dies of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, they just showed the, like, Wookiees and the ETs. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers from the rafters. <laughs> oh. Happy, we got to pause. Was the pause? Five thirty-one. 
Josh has got a dad right now. Josh has to play dad. This movie's bad. We're like an hour in and nothing has happened. All right, let's let's uh, let's get a little roundabout. Stevie, hold on. I need more. I need more wine. <laughs> yes, we should all get more drunk. Hey, like this is a severely misguided film. Like I understand trying to like promote the teachings of Christ, but this movie does none of that. It my turns whole, him into a. Mo- yeah. My whole thesis is this is an exploitive film. This is exploiting good people. This is this is exploitation for sure, and like. The reason I find it so misguided is it's like it's trying to make him a martyr, which is fine, but it doesn't make like Jesus a very likable character in any part of this movie. It's like they're trying to make him likable through showing him like through showing like the living hell getting beaten out of him. Like this movie is severely misguided. I mean, I feel like the whole point. Jesus of this movie hasn't even really been in it so far. He's hardly been in it. Stevie, in it, don't you think? What? How would you characterize Catholic guilt? What do you mean, Catholic guilt? How, how would you explain what that means? Well, you had to explain it to me because I bet you our definitions are the same. Just go on ahead, go on in on it. Well, I'll just say like Catholic guilt is always like feeling like you're not doing enough, and this whole movie is not designed to make anyone be more peaceful or more helping to the poor or live a better life. It's just. Do you think this movie's trying to like throw in more Catholic guilt? Like, it's to make you if you're already kind of Catholic feel bad about not worshiping Christ. Being enough. Catholic enough. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like the woman that goes to church four times a week. Like that's like a true thing in the Catholic Church, honestly. Josh, do you have a take on Catholic guilt? There's lots of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think this like this movie plays into that guilt a lot. Like, how can you uh, sit there and do like your stupid daily sinning when Jesus went through all these terrible Braveheart tortures? Three, two, one, go. Oh, this is not the rip Jesus we're accustomed to seeing in you so many other six pack. I remember that picture I sent you guys from that wedding of Rip Jesus? Yeah, that was in the Fort Wayne Cathedral. Indianapolis Cathedral. Are you having are you having subtitles during this part of path or is it you in the dark? Oh, we, oh we got him. We just weren't meant to see those, Josh. Expletives. My heart is ready, Father. Master! Hit him! Master! Oh, here, here it goes. Go. Here we go! It's an hour of this. Uh, oh! I mean, let's let's objectively think about any other religion. If any other religion offered you this as a reason to sign up, would you? Do you think that? Dum 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 dum. Where are you getting this idea? Where are you getting this idea that people have signed up for Christianity after watching? I don't think a single person did, but I think Mel Gibson thinks they did. Oh. Oh, you think Mel Gibson thought he was the voice of... And this movie made more money than any R-rated movie that's ever been made. Like, even the Jewish people are like, Hey guys, this isn't such a good idea. 
I mean, it looks like they're actually hitting him. It looks pretty graphic. <laughs> oh, is this for the Pappy awesome. Baby? This is the Pappy Baby. Not yet, not yet. Tay Pappy Baby. <gasps> so why did... For real, is Pappy, where did they go from just wanting to chastise him to wanting to kill him? Where, do you... Is that what chastise No, none of this is in, in any religion I've ever signed up for, so I can't speak to any of this. He straight up said a second ago, chastise him, and then I'll set him free. Is this what chastise meant? Like, even, like, the Jewish people are like, I can't watch this. <laughs> Dude, this is like poop. Like a synthesizer just start playing, and just Sylvester Stallone's working out in the background, and then, and then. Oh my oh god! Oh gross! No. Oh, this is the hooks. Ah, this is bad. Bad news bears. Jesus is so heavy. fucked right now. I hate this. How would this not kill you? How would this not kill you? Ah, yeah, like that to the head. How would that not? That's CTE right there. Gah. I mean, yeah, like, literally I was told you need to watch this because you don't know. I remember as a 13-year-old bawling my eyes out in the theater watching this. It was not a harmonious movie, like movie day experience for me. You're right, though, Pap. Catholic guilt is a real thing. I, all I'm saying is, even if this isn't true, like, why spend the money to make this? Oh, my God. Oh. My mom asked me at one point if I wanted to leave. So my mom... <gasps> Pappy, baby. <laughs> yes. Sweet Pappy, baby. <laughs> Join my dark side. <laughs> Oh, the Pappy drink, Baby. Drink every time Pappy Baby makes you want to throw up in your mouth. <laughs> what is this, Pappy? What is this? Oh, my God. Pappy's getting lit right now. <laughs> the Pappy Baby is real. Woo. Oh, my God. The Pappy Baby is real. Best scene in the whole movie. Pappy Baby. I mean, this is just... So sad. Another flashback. I mean, Jesus Fowler and I, I think anyone can agree that the fact that this is kind of what they did to criminals back then is pretty fucked up. Okay, agreed, but if you're if you're the kind of person who just believes that a movie Mel Gibson makes should be part of your scripture, you have other problems. I wasn't arguing anything about that, Pat. I'm just pivoting off what you said. And I just drank a lot of gin. Or whatever that was. Last Supper. Josh is a full believer in Mel Gibson's Christ story. See when he says the hell. You would love the Road Warrior, do. <laughs> like, see, that's what kind of makes me like angry about this is. I understand Jesus gets his comeuppance at the end, but if you're going to go as far as to give us a 30-minute torture scene, give Jesus some comeuppance with that dude, like at least sorting those other two guys or punishing them in some way. I, well, I think that would take away against the story. That Jesus wasn't about revenge. I would love to see that movie. 
Revenge Jesus. Revenge of the Jesus, <laughs> the ROTJ. <laughs> ROTJ. And they crown him. Jesus Christ, hurt or injured? Is he out for the season or can he play? Probably. Is he on the DL or is he or is he on the pup list? Hurt or injured? Dude, he's in intensive care right now. Oh my god, there's still a fucking hour of this movie goddamn left. Why are you asking me? Like I'm in charge of that. <laughs> Pappy, pause it in three, two, one, pause. What? What? I'm at one oh six twenty. One oh six twenty three. So we'll be we'll be good. normal time? It's like forty five minutes long. It really would be. Everything is. Every scene has been in slow mo. If it just ran at normal speed, forty-five minutes long. <laughs> I didn't know that they had so much slow mo two thousand years ago. I thought things pretty much worked in full speed. Jesus was captured and crucified in forty-five minutes. <laughs> That's hard to watch. Whose idea was this? This was my idea. Yeah. I was watching Passion of the Christ on a whim and saw Pappy Baby and said, we should spoil this movie. Hey, then, it like... in, then it turned into Stevie Can't Do It Sober. Then it became a meme. Then it then... Became, <laughs> Pappy Baby became a real meme. Do you guys think we could like pull in some ready, steady cut into this episode somehow? Like, Would, they, have, would they ever be this brave? No, that. ready, steady, cut. This is gonna. No, they're gonna be like, hey, what movie did the, did spoilers do this week so we can copy them? And they're just gonna puss out because they're full of shit. They have no spine. Steal Ooh. our format. As he pulls Ooh. a forty out of a bag. Drink fuckers. more. What would be we the? We beat all- you in two wars, fuckers. Try what, would be, what would be the? La La Land. Jesus movie that they choose. They would probably choose. No, I think British. Law. No, I think British people think Lord of the Rings is actually the following of Christ. <laughs> yeah, bring open the temptation. Open the. It's called the last temp- last temptation of Jeebus. Sitting on the duck of a beer, Sitting on the neck of a bee, wasting Yeah, I just killed it.
on the Otter Spreading. Uh, I just killed it on the whistle. For the Frisco Bay. Like, I just straight murdered that whistle solo. That was pretty impressive. Hey, Pap, have you read um, his Dark Materials trilogy? Yeah, we talked about this. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All, have you read it? The Stephen King it? I'll read it together with you. We should read it together. I read it when I was in junior high. I'll read it again. It's like 900 pages. Do you remember it? Any of it? Yeah, it's way more detailed than anything that like they can put on screen. And well, like, well, may- it, maybe, but well, the, maybe they have how a long Stephen t- King novels work. Are is he gives you he gives you these little victories throughout, and you kind of get this. This is usually how most of his novels work. This period of two hundred pages of information, and you have no idea why any of it is relevant. And then it comes full circle at the end, like a freight train, and that's a lot how it works. So I, I'll read it with you. I, yeah, I'd be willing to work through it. I've never read a Stephen King novel. But. Oh, there's so much fun. Like, Stephen King is my favorite uh, writer of all time by far. His criticism is always he doesn't know how to finish a book. Do you agree with that? Oh, yeah. It's very true. But it's also, I mean, I think one of the best books he's done in years came out two years ago, and I've read it three times. And that was? Uh, Revival. All right. Sure. Well, I haven't asked you about this. Wait, sorry. What do you think about the Dark Tower 90-minute runtime? It's a, it's it's trash, right? Dude, if the Dark Tower is 90 minutes, it's they already have done. serious issues. It's already done. This is, this is not yeah. a movie that's worth anything, right? Yep. Show me your yeah. man bun. Dude, you're going to love my man bun when it's done. Give it a year. I just want to say one thing about this movie. Uh, I'm take, like, as we watch it today, I'm totally just taking myself out of the thought that, that this is like... A piece of historical nonfiction. Uh, no, that this is like... <sighs> mm. Well, wait, I mean, wait, wait, let's, let's, let's have a breakdown. Let's have a, a break real quick. I, this whole thing's a fucking breakdown. I, as someone who grew up Catholic, have problems with this movie, but I don't think it's... I think that it's sort of exploitive, but I don't hate the people who like it. Josh, what do you think? This is pretty much a Catholic movie. I mean, you have to take this on a Catholic basis. We never accepted him as a superstar of the church, but Mel Gibson tried really hard to be superstar Catholic. That's a fact, Jack. But um, yeah, this is not, I guess, a very Catholic way movie. I'm just watching this purely based on, on a, a movie. on a movie. Yeah. And I don't find it entertaining at all so far. I mean, it's pretty slow paced. Not a whole lot of dialogue. Sorted a couple people at certain points. I will say that so far. I mean, we're halfway through the beatings or whatever but it's pretty graphic <laughs> only halfway we gotta work on our mic movement here Stevie just chimes in when the mic's on the other side of the room I'll scream. what I'll scream <laughs> Pabby asked me what I thought and like I, I would say I'm a person that's trying to keep the faith and so I'm watching this movie like kind of 
a disattached from myself in that a little bit. Thanks, guys. That really sums up all my feelings. So I'm watching. I'm trying to watch this as a movie too, like Mikey is. And I mean, you guys are right. Like from from a historical context, it doesn't feel. Wow! God damn, guys, shut up. <laughs> Fab, I'll just toss it to you. I, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. From a historical viewpoint, I don't think it's very true. And also, I don't think that... I think you're right. Like, the exploitive matter, like, any Christian can't hate this movie because it's, like, their Lord and Savior getting beaten. And, like, how can you, like, hate and piss on this movie? And it's kind of, like, bad that Mel Gibson was just able to, like work that one over on everyone. Pap, are you going? No, Mikey, you're, you're here. Oh, okay. But what I will say is, yeah, this movie is full of controversy. I'm glad we're spoiling it for our 100th movie. Let's go back to it now. Wait, Mikey was going to say something. No, I was just going to say is really the beating and stuff like is that not plausible is that it's very plausible and they i mean it's very plausible i think but just i don't think it should have been a main focal point in this movie and I mean, getting crucified is pretty hardcore it's super hardcore i understand he wanted to show the cruce like the crucifixion of christ but i don't think showing him getting beaten for two hours is a way of saying I love my Lord and Savior. I think it's just a way yeah, of like. Yeah, and, and here's what I like to say is is I. Uh, Christianity had a big impact on my moral compass upbringing. and, and I identify like you know poor people. We should help poor people, all that kind of stuff. And but look how you turned out. That turned out terrible. <laughs> so. I just I never understood any of these teachings in Mel Gibson's movie, and it seems completely made up and false and profitable. I think one thing that really bothers me is every person that plays any part in like his death march here is like joking around, laughing, like spitting in his face and stuff. And I always thought like the road, the Romans were a little bit more, uh, machine. Yeah. Machine like Nazi like, and like their dealings with people like this was just another guy for them. They wouldn't have had any reason to be, like, specifically, like, vengeful towards him. Like, I don't understand that part of this. The big thing about Roman rule was they didn't care if you were gay, straight, or what religion you worshipped under. As long as you paid what you are supposed to pay and, like, followed by their law, you were fine. And so for them, like, casting him out and beating, like, giving him the Rodney King beatings didn't make, like, a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah, but being a movie... There's a famous part of scripture where Jesus says, give to Caesar what is Caesar. So he's basically on record saying, like, pay taxes to to not get... What you were, how you did, as long as you paid your taxes and went about as a normal, like like a good citizen. Why why do you think that choice is, though, Pappy, that Mel Gibson decided to make every person involved with his eventual execution, like, personally vengeful towards Jesus? I, I honestly think that he is exploitive in his movies. And that we saw... Steve and I saw Hacksaw Ridge last year. It was a great movie. It had great tentacle pieces. But at the end of the day, it was because you liked Jesus. 
and that you were sorry that like I had struggles, right? Stevie? Yeah, it was pretty much the Jesus character went through his woes of being like outcasted by society and went through his personal struggles and in the end he came out on top. So it was a Jesus character coming out on top again in that movie. But the reason I did like that movie is because it was the best war like it had the best war scenes that were ever put to Hollywood like on film. Like, I th- keep I think- in mind this movie this movie had a scene where the main character Andrew Garfield picked up a torso and used it as a human shield. <laughs> and I-, I laughed hysterically. I think Mel Gibson has a definite tool belt. For sure, and some of it is religious propaganda, but a big part of that is religious propaganda because what he made his money from. So I take it you were not a big fan of like the movement of, you know, a lot of people that were Catholic or Protestant went out in droves to see this movie. It's a big reason why it's probably the biggest number one R movie ever. Let's get to let's let's start let's finish this movie then get to the recap. Yes, please. Let's end this. We're getting way too much into the. End it now. Let's, let's fast forward 15 oh, minutes. Christ, we have another All right, hour. We're, <laughs> at one of, we're at 106.23. I think you're at 106 even, maybe. Uh, yeah. I'm at 10. Sorry, 106.20. Yeah, you know what movie I'd rather watch? What, yeah. what, what dreams may come? Go three seconds ahead, and then we'll have Mikey count us down. 106 20? 23. No, no, get to 23, 23. then Mikey will count us down. 11,000, 21,000. That's a very good Christian movie. If you're going to watch a good Christian movie, tell you what. Just watch The Lion, the Witch, the Lion, and the Wardrobe. You're drunk, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And the, the Dragon. The Lion, the Witch, the Golden Compass. And the motherfucking Wardrobe. No, the Golden Compass is where they kill God. Is the first one called The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? No, you're, you're confusing two different fucking there's children's different novels. There's uh, his Dark Materials, and then there's uh, Chronicles of Narnia. What's the other one, too, Pappy, with, like, the brain and the girl who's, like, a genius? Uh, The Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, Wrinkle in Time. Wrinkle in Time is my favorite kids book. They're making that a movie. Dude, uh, Wrinkle in Mrs. Time. Scarberry. I'm gonna bust a nut for Wrinkle in Time. I love it so much. Mrs. Scarberry read that to us in like fifth grade or something. That movie kind of scared me. That book's awesome. Yeah. That book was really confusing, hard to grasp, and scary. It's almost what like it inspired a lot of nerds like us to like science fiction. I think I think that like we could just That's talk about all. our memories of Wrinkle in Time instead <laughs> of the watching fashion. the rest of this movie. It's not gonna be better. Nope, because there's not. It's only a brain in Wrinkle in Time. Okay, I gotta go get my charger for my computer. Anyone want to drink some more scotch with me? Come on, take a scotch drink with your pappy. Take a scotch drink with your pappy. I'll I'll take a drink with me pappy, tell you what. Pep's Pep's like a third into that that bottle. (laughs) Pep is getting fucked up on his own. It tastes so bad. Three, two, please. One. Passion. Passion. It's fine. We don't care. Uh, what is he? A line has been drawn on the sand. <laughs> oh my god. This is oh so on my the god. It's like this is so on the nose to the Christ story. <laughs> CVS has a problem with it being on the nose to the Bible. So I don't get that. 
Jesus was the first one to draw a line in the sand? I think Steve and I believe in the Bible more than Josh. Well, I do for certain, but I take umbrage with what's going on about this Alamo scene. I would definitely throw that. What are they throwing? This is where he says, you know, that glass houses thing or whatever. That was Asap <laughs> Fables, Josh. Jesus never said that. But he did say, whoever has not sinned, what cast is the first that? stone. What is that? Full fetish. Full fetish. He's wearing Steve Madden's. Those are expensive shoes. I hate this. Steve. What? I hate that. Who is that woman? Is that Monica Bellucci? This is terrible. She is from Skyfall, isn't she? Do you guys not know the story of when Jesus said, he who has not sinned cast the first stone? They're just, Pappy, they're just talking about Skyfall in the background. Skyfall. Skyfall. Explain the scene, John. Skyfall reviewed that and said, uh... No, this is important. Even like nowadays, she's still. Babe, gross. Yeah, she saw it. So hot. Speaking of gross, here we go. <laughs> here we go. I, I would oh, definitely oh. fuck Jesus's mom. No questions asked. Monica Bellucci's not married. Oh my gosh, that is not being in the pod. Wait, no, that's no. The, that's that's the worst thing that's been said all the whole time so far. Wait, wait, wait. Have you Why ever seen you one think? interpretation of Mary, Josh, that you wouldn't want to fuck? <laughs> yeah, that. I don't think those feelings come across when I see the Virgin Mary. Three months later. Packing up the house. <laughs> You're missing out. She's a fox. Would she marry? I thought the other woman was married. I think she's a uh, oh, prostitute. Who's a prostitute? Wait, I thought everybody called Mary a prostitute. No, Mary's the mom. Alright, but I thought Where's they Mary? called her like a prostitute because she wasn't like... People don't think she got pregnant by Gabriel. No, who's a prostitute? Uh, George, who is Monica Bellucci? <laughs> George! <laughs> who's Monica Bellucci? <laughs> She's not Come married. On, who's the, uh, who's the hooker? George? Who's the who, who's the, who's the hooker Jesus likes to hang out with? <laughs> who's the hooker? Is it is it Mary Magdalene? Mary Magdalene. Why are there so many Marys? There's two Marys. I thought his mother was married. Did George Lucas write this script? What what's what, going what's on? Going Twenty thousand midichlorians. These are people's actual names. You guys are fuck. You guys are missing the point. This movie's bad. Wait wait wait. So you're. Apparently, I didn't pay, pay attention enough in Jesus school. There's two Marys that hung out with the same Jesus? Yeah. One was Mary the mother and one was Mary Magdalene? Mind blown. And the running theory is Mary Magdalene was like Jesus' wife, right? Or lady friend? Lady of the evening, probably. Uh, that's a very fair question. Uh, Josh, do you think Jesus Christ was a virgin when he died? You got it in. Two out of the three say Jesus got it in. Josh says he was a virgin. Hmm. Master! Master! Everybody's moshing in the background. Is this crowd really totally CGI or what? This sucks so bad. Why is oh, that one? There's literally been two different 
scene settings in this entire movie. There's been the forest and there's been this arena and there's This movie's so bad. Here's what's here's what's troubling about this movie is non Catholics went to see this movie and it's the honest truth. And a lot of non Catholics saw this movie as biblical fact this happened. I'm a we well, I mean, honest God, this country's so stupid. They think that like, there's this kind of like roundabout thought that Jesus is American. Those dumb moron hillbillies in the South would never give Jesus an ounce of their time had they grown up today. I mean, it's so stupid. Deep dive. Honest to goodness, yeah, those stupid diabetes fry everything Southerners who think Jesus was American and that think this movie is biblical fact. And that is what's so dangerous. And that is why those some those same stupid diabetical voting that's what's honestly terrifying. Those <laughs> they're diabolical, diabetical, and they're the same morons that voted for Trump. I'm taking the mic away Please. from Stevie. Please, Josh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> can we get can we get some commentary? Get some thoughts? Some reaction? Or, or are we just in awe of what Stevie just had to say? No, I agree. <laughs> I don't no, think this movie on. does a the, what this movie doesn't do a good job of is showing why the crowd would hate Jesus so much. Like it doesn't make any sense. Why are people showing up like on the route to him? Like that's a pump as a movie that's just contained in and of itself. That makes very little sense, right? Like he's ever the peaceful guy. Who's rooting against him? Why? Wasn't the story? What is the story with? I mean, honestly, I'm kind of a creature at this point. What is the story? I probably know this better than this kid. Like with Jesus, like in the forty days, was it him going forty days in the desert? Pat, Josh do you know? wants it. Josh wants it. He doesn't know. He has no idea what I'm talking about. Pat, you know what I'm talking about? Well, what, what I understand he wanted a fast for 40 days, so he's on his own thing. This is this is implying that Mary was abstract from the crowd, and Jesus was going through his own thing. We're not we're not connected connected to Jesus at all. This is his own thing. Does what? anybody know what really Pappy's talking about? Jesus carried the cross for 40 days. No. 40 days. Wow. I, th- this is unique. Yeah, I don't think... More slow-mo. Love the slow-mo. <sighs> Come on. This is bad. I hate this. I don't understand why the Romans have like a, a point to play in this. Why? Yeah, Dude, you bad. never really answered that, Pappy. Why are the? <sighs> this is so anti-Semitic. Why are the Romans the only ones beating the crap out of Jesus? Yeah, but what they're showing is every time like he's getting Rodney King, like the like the Jewish people are smiling and doing kind of this evil like it's a very evil look they're giving. I feel like I've definitely seen this movie now. That I think about it. Talking about Christian Bale playing Jesus, wasn't he Moses? That's what I was gonna say. What was that movie called? It was of gods and of gods and men. No, kings. Kings. 
Little Talks by Monsters and Men. It was um, little, big, <laughs> little big people. <laughs> no, it was um, of it wasn't of gods of gods and kings. I think it's something like that. Of gods and remember because wasn't um, Joel Edgerton the Pharaoh? I, I believe Joel Edgerton was in that movie, but let's not try to make Joel Edgerton happen. I will make him <laughs> as famous as I possibly can. Yeah, what was that? A chunk of his, a chunk of his body fell off there. Oh, hey, Jesus! What are all these side fucking fight scenes? Let oh, the man be. There's She's no way really all this pretty. side scuffling was happening. Look how that, pretty she is. Wait, isn't that Monica? She's no, gorgeous. She's so pretty. She has nothing to do with the dead people memes. She just got her shirt ripped off. Everyone, get out of the way. I'm a pretty woman, and I love this bloody man. How awesome would that have been if, like, when she starts working through? I love how bloody he is. He's so sexy when he's bloody. Pab, is this the piece you're talking about that's holy? What? Is this where the cloth changes color? Yeah, Shroud of Turin. Some that's not the Shroud of Turin. The Shroud of so Turin is... so stupid. It's fake. <laughs> you're probably Peter wondering Blue how I got here. <laughs> Awesome. Your face going to fuck help. hell. It'll be like. Ah! You're, you're probably wondering how I ended up here. Record scratch. Somebody stop this. Okay. <laughs> Again, the Roman legionaries just like. Taking so much joy in this, it doesn't make any sense. Eric Andre is losing his mind at these people. I don't care, Josh. Leave him alone. Yeah, I don't really view this as an anti-Semitic movie. I mean, it makes the Romans look like assholes. The Romans look like real dickbags. I'm just gonna try and pluck out. That nice. seems stupid. <laughs> I mean, but that was a right Roman thing. That. that was a why, Roman. Why is he carrying a cross? Nonetheless, I gave her a French person said it's still anti-Semitic. Yeah, but it wasn't a Jewish person saying that. It was a Roman person saying that to him. Yeah, the Roman avoid. person was dick. Oh god. Jewish person is saving the day right now. I mean, this movie actually makes the Jews look like, okay, well. Which is surprising because of what Mel said about them after his DUI. Care to discuss on the pod, Mel Gibson? <laughs> Why well, you called the Jews the reason that everyone has wars? Perhaps, perhaps everyone took uh, Passion of the Christ the wrong way. Perhaps it's a pro... Uh, 
Yeah, Don't is that you why you got drunk? She's so sexy, come on. She's very okay with him getting beat now that she got a little souvenir. Pep, she is no Monica Bellucci. No Monica. Not one shred of Monica. We always have a choice, why? I think I heard a Wilhelm scream in there somewhere. <laughs> movie is sad because it makes when Jesus actually dies like a huge relief this level of Assassin's Creed was dope <laughs> hate it <laughs> <laughs> evil pappy baby evil on, pappy on the shoulder there was that <laughs> What's that You're evil? all responsible for that, Satan. Jesus, two turn for the club right now. I think Stevie took off his pants and just has boxers on, by the way. <laughs> Mikey, we're leaving. No. <laughs> right. uh, how much longer is there? Like half an hour? 40 minutes. <sighs> Almost done. Almost dead. Who's this? Jesus. Is it? It's Jesus. Yeah. JC. That doesn't look like Jim Pappy, he's given some of the he's given some of the lessons you were talking about earlier though there. Maybe I don't know what Jim Caviezel looks like. Pappy, we can't hear you very well when you're mumbling back there and just drinking. It's hard to hear you over the slurps and glurps of Jameson pouring down your throat. Well, that was the that was the first reference of Jesus kind of giving a true message of love right there, and you didn't like it. Turns out Jesus is pro love. I don't claim to be perfect. I've definitely seen some Jesus in his love moments. I like to drink. I think that I am good to drink, and Josh has got it on lockdown. He will see us through what? this podcast and the non-believers. Very close, yeah. So, Josh, you got it? Pap, you fucked up right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, Pap, are you ducking? Are you leaving? No. Oh, okay. All right, we're good. But Josh, Josh's got to own this podcast. He's got the back end. What did you but, just... but, Pap, I'm asking you a question. Huh. You said what you didn't like is that this movie doesn't talk about any of the lessons that are actually important. 
but when they went to the Sermon on the Mount and they had a little bit of that, you said hated it. Why? What are the lessons taught in the last like day of this story? Well, the flashback. This is pretty much what it is, right? I would assume he got tortured. Just that he never lost the faith through any of it, I think is the point, right? You ready? Because you gotta keep faith, faith, faith. Oh, you gotta keep faith, uh, faith, George faith. <laughs> you can only play 15 seconds of that song. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I just don't understand. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a gory and graphic movie. I guess I just don't understand the hate for it because I assume this is what it would be. I assume this is pretty much what happened. He uh, Crucifixion is pretty hardcore. I assume he got tortured beforehand. I think people, a lot of people think that this is a pretty, as realistic movie as he can get for, well, for what actually happened. Honestly, I think a lot of people think that. I think it's bullocks that the Roman legionaries would be acting like this. But, oh, like... Uh, yeah. There's still a uh, Christ where she go. I guess you could definitely say that it paints some people in a not very good light. I mean, you don't know how any of these people acted back then, but... Come on. It's... I mean... So, we're... We we have about 20 minutes left in the movie, and Stevie is on the precipice of disaster drinking-wise, and Pappy is virtually unintelligible at this point. Whoa, he's been mumbling something about Josh needs to carry the pod, and I don't know what he's saying. We have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> Pappy's got a dead look in his eyes. <laughs> Somebody called the pap glare. Josh, give up the bike. Give what? <laughs> give give Stevie the mic. He's talking. Stevie's talking about making gyros and. I'm gonna give him the mic. Jeez. <laughs> hamburger helper, really. Worst part of the movie coming up. I just don't understand how it went from chastise him and let him go to beat the man so he can't walk and then hanging from the top of a mount. Why is she so boring? I gotta think there was more pushback than this when it happened. I mean, she's just so boring. You're talking about the most, probably one of the most, one of the most famous stories in the history of mankind. So boring. And there was so little pushback throughout the entire like beating of him. I think there was more pushback in the back in the day. I would think so. Here we go. He's about to get nail in the hand. Great. Problem with this scene is they're like intersplicing 
some of the great cheat, like great teachings of Jesus yeah, with bad. just like super hardcore Saw Three gore. Yeah, it's bad. The, I mean, the Bible's not written in this way with flashbacks. Jesus. Hamburger helper. Everybody has been silent for <laughs> what seems like minutes because this is the most horrifying thing I've probably ever seen in my entire life. The fact that Mel Gibson takes creative liberties to make things more gory, I guess, is really the epitome of why I'm kind of grossed out. Pep's not even listening to us anymore. His mic is kind of pushed to the side. His headphones are off. Pappy, are you okay? Earth to Pappy. Can you wave him down? He's had enough. He's backing out. What's Pap watching? Here's my whole deal with it. If you want to intersplice the teachings of Christ and end on this, fine. I don't think it's necessary to have a two-hour movie about the murder of Jesus Christ. Pap. I think the movie literally got so gory and hard to watch that Pap quit. And, like, we're all watching this together in Goshen, so we have each other. And Pap's just in a room by himself with a cat. Poor little Pap. Pap gave up. Dude, what are you doing? You gave up, bro. Me? (laughs) He was a screen blurry. Dude, you totally, uh... You want radio silent over the most graphic part so far. It's gross. Pappy, are you okay, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pappy, are you okay? Yeah. Nope. Pappy, when did you fall off the cliff, man? What the hell happened? The passion gets everyone in the end. Jesus looking tore up from the flow up. I mean, I guess I just don't know enough about religion anyways. I mean, I can't really put my two cents in on this movie. This is a fix everybody out. First monologue, uh, well, like pretty much monolithic religion after certain aspects of it shouldn't last very long. Well, certainly Judaism and Christianity than Islam. And so you see why I freaked Jewish people out at the time. The other guys that quote deserved it, I think they're like caught stealing or something some pretty hardcore penalties. A raven is 
eating the fuck out of this dude's eye. Not Jesus. Who is this? Who is this dude? No word on this dude. I mean, he dies through suffocation, right? Yeah, Pab. Is it crucifixion, like suffoc suffoc suffocation, exhaustion sort of thing? Your lungs eventually collapse, I thought. Pab's out cold. Pab's giving up on this movie. We're going to have to redo this Passion of the Christ podcast because Pat Tomorrow. Same time. That's BS. Pappy, how many times have you seen this movie? Hey, Pap, wake the fuck up. Come on, man. Give us oh. some effort here. <laughs> what? How much time is left? For real, this movie sucks. How much time is left? Josh. Oh my gosh, still 20 minutes left? Come on, stupid. Josh said there was 20 minutes left 20 minutes ago. Of course he did. <laughs> He's horrible. He's a bastard. It's just... I'm not saying I'm not a saying whether it's person. a bad or good movie based on whether it's true or not. I mean, this is a very graphic movie. I'm just saying it moves very slow. There's not a lot of talking. It's just a very boring movie. It's an extremely boring movie. I mean, we're squabbling over how much time is left. It's only a two-hour movie. It's as boring of a movie as you can get with it being as graphic and disgusting with his little talking Mikey said he had the littlest like religious background I wonder like there's so little backstory here do you have any idea really what the fuck's going on I mean I'm not gonna <laughs> okay <laughs> hold, hold on here get this mic out of my face uh, I'm not gonna say that I don't know anything about religion but I want to say that I didn't know I mean I certainly don't know everything about any of these stories that happened in the Bible but I've definitely heard most of them I've been intrigued by them Who's that other guy? One of his disciples. Rob Stark. He holds your son. What's his son? I, I don't know. What's going on here? Who is that guy? Josh, no comment. <laughs> Was that implying that Jesus had a son? Pap, wake the fuck up. <laughs> He's getting worse. Uh. Who 
was that guy? Is that his son? Jesus had brothers. It may have been his brother. I don't know. I don't know. Did he tell one of the apostles to take care of Mary? Wait, Jesus had brothers? Jesus had brothers? Yeah, James was his brother. What? Who's James? Who's James? I don't know. You have to kind of read the Bible. That's And that's part of what I'm getting at, is this movie, you kind of have to know a lot of backstory to really... Like to, I feel like to Mikey, this movie is just like a historical execution. This is blowing my mind right now. This Wait, is like, this is like uh, Lord of the Rings. This is Lord of the Rings for me. Here's like, here's the real Quentin Tarantino plot twist from Josh. Jesus had a brother. I never knew that. Pretty much everyone knows that. Seriously? New to this guy. New to this guy as well. You know, he had a brother? But we're still like 15 minutes away from the end of this movie. And Jesus has already been crucified. Pap's sleeping. Pap's sleeping. Uh, we have now gone into... <laughs> We've really bad. We've but now gone into a cheesy CGI, uh, CGI uh, cutscene here. I heard they're legitimately doing a sequel to this movie. Hollywood Reporter reported earlier this year that they are doing a sequel, and I cannot wait. With Mal? Mal? Yeah, with Mal directing. It's about the comeback. Don't call it a comeback, but call it a comeback. You mean after, after, oh my god. Okay, we've entered full cheese here. Full cheese has been engaged as, uh, as the temple that Jesus was recently persecuted in has been split in two by what is seemingly uh, a plot device which split the temple perfectly in half. Can you re- can you report on <laughs> on that? Oh God! <laughs> Just breaking this dude's kneecaps. Spear of destiny. Okay, how where does this rank on the uh, Jesus lore? Uh, artifacts. Of artifacts. Number one. Number uh, one. Spear of destiny. Yeah. What about the Ark? Down the What's going on here? He's just bathing in this. Jesus didn't even respond. What's going on here? Dead. I suddenly knew he was dead for sure. Yeah, Spear of Destiny, I think, is number one on my lore as far as artifacts go. What? Does someone have it? Someone claim to have it? The Nazis claimed they had it back in the day. Have you. Uh, Okay, honest question here. Have you guys seen that Shroud of Turin? I have not thing? seen it. You know of? That looks pretty dope as fuck. Pap has died. <laughs> Pap has sacrificed himself. <laughs> uh, okay. okay, what's going on here? What's going on here? Oh, 
Voldemort. Who's gone full Voldemort here, and what is the context? It's it's supposed to be Satan's mad that Jesus accomplished his task, but. And what was Jesus's task for those of us who don't know? To not be tempted, not to be, follow the temptation of uh, Satan, pretty much. Thanks. Satan was tempting him throughout his whole pretty much ordeal, and Jesus never gave in through the faith of the Lord. This movie, ugh. They're taking him down from the cross right now, and it's just an hour and 15 minutes to seeing this actor with hamburger meat that gets worse and worse with no hope and so exhausting. It's a slow burn, for sure. I don't even think they're touching body at this point. Yeah, that looks, so much makeup on him. That looked pretty CGI'd. <laughs> for the record, Pat did not make it for the last half hour of this movie. He missed the most critical and dramatic parts of it. He missed the cross scene and the death scene and the ending... But luckily, we took some screenshots of his demise, and we'll be posting them to Instagram within the next couple of days. Speaking of Instagram, should we have a spoiler man to go ahead and read out our plugs? Wait, is this the episode? I mean, this is like the end, and I think with Pappy asleep, I don't really see a discussion coming. I don't see a discussion coming either, just... No, this is the this is the beginning of part two. The squeakquel. Okay, for those of us to our fans who are wondering, yes, it's an Alvin and the Chipmunks reference. For those of us who don't know what happens after Jesus Jesus exits uh, the uh, tomb, what happens in the sequel? What happens in part two? I guess you gotta pay that sweet sweet Mel Brooks. To find out, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> On the third day, he rose again. This is pretty cool, honestly. I mean, what does happen, though, for real? On the like, third day, he rose again. It's so and good to see him not fucked up. No, I mean, after that story, after Easter, what happens? He comes back, but then what? He's not around forever. No, he reveals himself reveals himself to a couple hundred people, including his disciples, and ascends to heaven. So. Pretty much to say, I was speaking truths the whole time. Hey, what's up? Told ya. A lot of a lot of people point to the fact that okay, so Peter Peter. Peter denied him three times on the last day, right? But then after Peter saw him actually come back from the dead, he, you know, ended up becoming a martyr for him. So a lot of people point that as proof of the gospel that he really did come back because why would Peter be so cowardly until, like, he actually saw the, the full power of it? A lot of what this movie is trying to go at is you have to have faith, kind of like what Josh was saying, and yeah, I gotta have that George Michael faith. But in all honesty, and Mel Gibson was trying to show that no matter what was happening, 
to Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, no one was shaking his faith. And that's kind of the part of the Catholic guilt that Pap, Pap was going at was, don't try to shake my faith. Like, Monica Bellucci. Bags. Monica Bags Bellucci was in this. Okay, but. Oh. I, we have a really big shot of this movie, of this whole like thing becoming a lost episode because Pap is in charge of the hijack recording. We have nothing recording locally. If he's unable to rebound and come to the rescue to fucking stop the record, it's all lost. Pap. Pappy. <laughs> Drew. Pappy, the fuck, man. Yo, hey. Dude, Pappy. <laughs> Drew, this is Stevie speaking. I don't know if you can hear me. Wake the fuck up! Drew! 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 Do he put us on silent? He had to. To go to sleep, you <laughs> know, no sleepy pappy. Why would he keep his headphones on? Drew. All right, pappy. What happens if it gets too long? You have. We don't know. It could be getting long at any point now. Oh, I know, but what happens if it's? What happens if the episode is too? Like, say it's seven hours long. What happens? Like a seven-hour podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, we need to edit the hijack, right? I think this whole thing deserves to go raw up, right? Oh, no. No. But this is devastating that this is going to be a lost episode because Pap passed out. <laughs> you see how hard he was drinking that stuff? I thought it was just wine. That was that stuff in the thing. Well, you know that liquor in the thing, that J&B stuff? Pap was chugging it. Pappy. Pap. Pap, wake up. Look at him. He died. Should we call 911? Anybody know his apartment? No. Where they loop it? Yeah. yeah. Did he loop it and just go to bed like a long time ago? No, because he's still... No. Oh, no! <laughs> He's still up. Hey. Buddy. Oh. <laughs> Drew, if you don't get hijacked, stopped. We're fucked. Drew. The file might be too large to post into Audacity. <laughs> you gotta take a photo. It might be on a... Oh. Is that, oh, this is fun. <laughs> He's still passed out. <laughs> Can you please post those to Instagram right now? <laughs> we, have, we have to get his ass up. Oh, I'm trying to wake up. Um, the longest recording I've ever had, it's a smaller file size and audacity, but the only bullshit problem is if he doesn't have his computer plugged in, you can't recover hijack. If he's running hijack and it dies. So what's going to end up happening is we're going to have an astronomically large size file. And I don't know like 
how Audacity is going to handle it. Not Audacity, but how Jack's going to handle it. Pappy, please. Pappy, you made all this happen. Don't make it all for naught. One last heroic effort. A dark deed in a weary world. It's <laughs> a line from Charlie and Chocolate Factory. <laughs> a dark deed in a weary world. We're fucked. Happy. Drew, do it for our friendship, please. I don't want to do this again. It was a bad movie. We can't do it again. It was a bad movie. It was the perfect storm. Trace is out of town. My he's single. My wife let me go for a night. That's what I'm about. <laughs> Spring Break Forever. My next movie I'm picking. Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers. Yeah. James Franco. Not James Franco. Yeah, James Franco. <clears throat> no, it's James Franco. Happy. Wake the fuck up, you derelict Polak. Whoa, 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 Pap Star. Pappy, 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 Pappy. No. Pappy. Hey, buddy. He took his headphones off. Pappy, start, stop ears. the record. Are you sure? Pappy, can you stop the record on Hijack for us? Then you can <laughs> just fall asleep in peace. <laughs> he's on a different side now. He's, oh, he's Pap, alive. Pap, wake up. Pap, this is Stevie. Wake up. Pap, wake up. Wake up. Oh, Mikey, I forgot to tell you. Did I tell you my idea for Lollapalooza? We're going to make shirts that say Lala 5K 2017. And we're going to dress in running gear and like show up to Lala wearing like numbers. Just like pretend like there was a Lala 5K that day and just freak people the hell out. You should charge for tickets to There's another one like tomorrow. <laughs> what? Say there's another one there's tomorrow. There's another one tomorrow. We started the subway downtown. I saw two for like five bucks, man. Bad and bougie. He's moving a little bit. Yeah, but like moving's not ah. much to him. Pappy. That's a shining star. <laughs> He's got one eye open. <laughs> Captain what Jack Sparrow over asshole. there. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> he moved again. Patch he's on the right. He's on the right side now. Patch yeah, he's taking their photo. Josh. 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 That can't be comfortable anyway. Josh, you gotta take a photo. Josh, you gotta take a photo. What? Josh, this is not an ethical decision, motherfucker. Take another photo. He's on the right side now. Drop top, flat top. <laughs> <laughs> the nappiest part of his life. <laughs> Where are his headphones? Pappy, wake up! I laughed more at passion.
can't use the booze. No. It's so hard to tell what he's saying. Would you like me to grab some sheets for you guys and just a blanket and sleep with you? I was gonna send you guys out of the link so it works nice and cool and I was gonna be sitting on the couch and using the bus letter. That's fine. The last episode. It was fun when I last year. I'll leave it up. I mean, perhaps he. I think he has a new computer so there might be a lot of sticks on there. And he probably has it. No, he doesn't. Probably has a plug in. Okay. No, he doesn't have a new computer. Yeah, he does. That's why he got a new mic. Oh, is that why? Yeah, he's he waiting until he got a new mic. Oh, he got a bonus. Yeah, and he bought a computer and a mic and a oh. hockey motherfucker. Maybe this is all a test to see what we'll say. And they'll, like, really... Even though the mic is, like, over here and wasn't close to us, they'll just bump up the audio and listen in. Bump up the volume, pump up the volume. Pappy, you're kind of disappointing. You fought for Bop for months. On your sobriety. <laughs> and it's not looking good for the future of spoilers. Mike is unplugged. Damn it, Pap. F in the A by once again. Oh no, Mikey, oh no. Come on, Sleepy Friends. John Bones Jones, KO, Daniel Pumpkin. UFC? No. Come on, Sleepy Friends. John Guy Jazz. Guy Jazz. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review by searching for movie spoilers, clicking on the cereal bowl, select the reviews tab, and leave us some stars and some words. That was spoilers.